Traction splinting. The femur is the longest and strongest bone of the body and it carries the weight of the entire body. It is the heaviest tubular bone of the body that requires high energy force to fracture. For example, as from a motor vehicle accident. Fracture of the femur carries high risk complications like hemorrhage, fat embolism, and infection. Inappropriate manage of femur fracture can cause prolonged morbidity with shortening, misalignment, and deep venous thrombosis, DVT. The annual incidence of mid-shaft femur fracture is approximately 10 per 100,000 person years. The incidence of femoral diaphyseal fractures follows a bimodal distribution that peaks in young adults and the elderly. Secondary to high energy mechanism in the young and low energy falls in the elderly with decreased bone density. Emergency medical service personnel should immediately immobilize the femur to prevent further injury during transport. Traction splints are recommended on all mid-shaft femur fractures to establish patient comfort and better fracture alignment. Traction splints have utility in the management of both closed and open fractures of the femoral diaphysis. They are designed to provide temporary stabilization at the scene for transport to the hospital for definitive treatment and management. Traction splints are a temporary form of immobilization as prolonged use of traction splints can cause pressure sores. The determination of displacement seen in femur fractures is by the pull of the muscles proximal and distal to the fracture. Fractures of the diaphysis typically result in external rotation of the proximal segment due to pull of the external rotators and abductors as the, such as the gluteus medius, the internal rotation of the pull of the abductor complex. While injuries to surrounding nerves are rare in diaphyseal femur fractures, the femur does have robust blood supply which needs lead to large amounts of blood loss. The compartments of the thigh can hold up to three liters of hemorrhage blood. A patient with a femur fracture can be expected to lose about one to 1.5 liters of blood or up to 30% of the normal body's blood volume. Therefore, medical personnel must keep a close eye in the hemodynamic sta status of patients with suspected femur fracture. Indications. A suspected or obvious isolated fracture of the mid-shaft femur is an indication for traction splint. If there are other fractures in the foot or ankle, traction may not be effective because traction splints require support on strap sites in order to apply the traction. Contraindications. Fractures of ankle or foot. Partial amputation or avulsion with bone separation while only marginal tissue connects with the distal limb. Injury is close to the knee or injury to the knee. Injury to the pelvis. Partial amputation or avulsion with bone separation. Distal limb is connected only by marginal tissue. Open femur fracture. Evaluation. Clinical diagnosis is usually obvious from the mechanism, pain, swelling, and deformities or shortening of the thigh. Extreme pain may mask these secondary injuries. Since most of the femur fracture occurs with high energy trauma, pelvic ring, hip groin, perineum, and buttock evaluations are crucial. Up to 40% of the femur fractures are associated with an ipsilateral knee injury. The clinician should assess distal pulses, popliteal, dorsalis pedis, posterior tibialis with capillary refill on the ipsilateral toenails. Neurologic injury with isolated femoral diaphysis fracture is rare, but careful motor and sensory assessments are important. A standard neurovascular exam of the ex extremity distal to a femur fracture should include a sharp and light subjective sensation of the sural, saphenous, superficial perineal, deep perineal, and tibial nerves. Hair traction splints. In the 1960s, Glenn Hare developed the hair traction splint, modifying the full ring 
Thomas splint into a half ring splint by incorporating a ratchet mechanism with additional length adjustment mechanisms and improving the ischial pad. It maintained bipolar traction with two steel rods on both sides of the limb. Most importantly, the hair traction splint was more compact, easy, and effective for a femur fracture. The hair splint is not effective with proximal femur sh shaft fracture because the ischial pad may rest directly under the fracture. An adult unit is not adjustable for pediatric patients. Below is a simplified application guide. Stabilize the injured leg. Position the splint against the uninjured leg to adjust the length. Place the splint under the patient's leg and place the ischial pad against the tibial tuberosity. Adjust the splint to length, then attach ischial strap over the groin and thigh. Apply an ankle hitch to the patient. Apply gentle but firm traction until the injured leg length is approximately equal to the uninjured leg length. Secure the remaining Velcro straps around the leg. Reassess neurovascular function. The Sager traction splint. In the 1970s, Joseph Sager and Dr. Anthony Borschneck developed the Sager splint. Sager traction is unipolar traction. One steel rod sits between the patient's legs and applies traction from the ankle with counterpressure directed into the ischial tuberosity. Sager splint sits between the leg against the ischial tuberosity, so it is more effective for proximal femur fractures than the hair splint. Also, one Sager splint can be used for a bilateral femur fracture. However, there is an increase of damage to the genital as the splint can move from the initial in, uh, ischial tuberosity placement during transport. Sager traction splint can measure the actual traction applied on a gauge. The optimal traction is roughly 10 per, to 15% of the patient's body weight. Position the splint between the patient's legs, resting the saddle against the ischial tuberosity. Attach the strap to the leg. Secure the ankle strap tight. Gently extend the inner shaft until the desired amount of traction, approximately 10% of the patient's body weight. Adjust the thigh, leg, foot strap. Reassess neurovascular function. Clinical significance. Traction splint is a useful emergency tool to align the femur fracture better, increase arterial blood flow, decrease pain and spasm, and reduce risk of further injury from fractured bone fragments. If the patient is not stable, do not waste time trying to apply traction splint at the scene. Splint the injured leg against the uninjured leg to expedite transport. Frequently reassess neurovascular function of the extremity after the application of the splint and during transport.